Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. My racing career isn't just about me. It's about the team, the fans, the sponsors, the families, the tracks, the whole sport. Join us over the next five months on the Junior Nation Appreciation Tour, where we show appreciation to where it's owed. This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the 18. Best car I've had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo! Hey, everybody. I'm TJ Majors, spotter of the 88 Cup car, the 7 Xfinity car, 88 Xfinity car this week. Yeah. And 29 truck. You're not truck racing. You are? I am truck racing. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to do it. Do Brett it. Griffin, Brennan Poole's biggest fan, spotter for <laughs> Elliot Sadler, Clint Boyer. This week, J.J. Yaley. Yaley. Gotcha. Sprint car racer. Whoop. Seven time at Silver Crown Champion. And Champions. my defending peer on Dirty My Radio. <laughs> Hey guys, it's KB. Finally, who Welcome are you? Welcome to Door Bumper Clear. You want to tell us about yourself? <laughs> a little bit about yourself? came to my rescue this week on Twitter. Listen, yeah. you go after any of my peeps on Twitter. Apparently, there was a, apparently we, I missed a complete Twitter brawl. It was like 9.30 on Saturday night. Yeah, I must have missed uh, it. Was it that late? We landed at like 9. Well, I, yeah. I, and I, I was getting bullied by some guy with a New York Knicks. Literally bullied. <laughs> NBA jersey on with a beer in his hand. Oh, what a... <laughs> Apparently they, you know, I don't know. They were saying it, really dumb stuff to Brett, and Brett had very valid points, but also he was just being himself. Who anyone who yes. follows Brett well, knows he's just yes. this wide is all, open. This all starts because of the driving ability or decisions made in a race car by one individual. And ability. Let's use that in quotes. Yes. So the guy continuously makes errors that cost other people. A lot of track position, money, race cars, everything. So, and you can't keep driving like this. I don't know how people keep putting him in race cars. Nothing against the guy if he was sitting right here hanging out with us. He's a very nice person, I will say that. Might be the coolest guy in the world. But when you get in the race car and you tighten up the chin strap, you have to drive with more common sense. Like we were, you, Elliot was leading the race, and he just well. Elliot stayed out. Elliot stayed out to get a win you know, the stage. Yeah, sure. Yeah. As did everybody behind him. And you know, it's a but doesn't mean you know a road course race. And sure, you can dive in there from three car lengths back, get a nose in there. But that's not how you pass at road courses. You're not going to complete the pass. You're doing nothing but opening up the door for you know wrecks like that to happen. When you dive in there like that, you barely have a bumper there. You're late getting there. 
you, you have wrecks like that, and it's just not not if, very. If the car's not there, he doesn't make the corner. It, I mean, he's not not going to make the pass anyway. You're, no. just, you're doing nothing but slowing yourself down off the corner to get past the next straightaway, which happens to be a very long straightaway. Yeah, and. You know, there's road course etiquette that people know and, and kind of follow. If you're not going to complete the pass, it's not worth going for. You can't just you can't just barrel it off down in there, expect to hit a guy, and be like, oh, I have my nose there. Well, yeah, you might have had a nose there, but you weren't going to make you it anyway. You in position. No. Yeah. No. So, and I don't think, and, you know, Elliot is, is a veteran of the series, and that's probably not, you know, had he not saying it's the right move anyway to anybody, but when you're racing veterans and stuff like that, you want to treat them with a little bit more respect. Yeah. So, you know, if I'm in second, yeah, I might peek out, but I know that Elliot's going to get a bet. He knows what he's doing. He's done. He's raced a lot of road courses, and you know, I'm not going to make a bad decision like that. I expect stuff from like that from that you know that kid in the twenty car that's there for a one race deal. Right. I expect stuff like that from him. Yep. But you know, not a guy that's trying to establish himself, run all these races, finish good in points. You're doing nothing but making a long list of enemies. A long list of enemies. As spotters, our job is to make our guys aware of their surroundings, so they can make the best decisions. And this guy. Over and over and over and over repeatedly makes bad decisions. I've only seen him run one good race from start to finish this year, and it was the second Talladega. I'm sorry, the only Talladega that we run. Other than that, man, this guy just drives like a complete idiot. Was he that runs, this year or last year? It was this year. He he ran a really good race this year. I, I want to say he even finished well, or maybe he didn't, but he ran a good race. Obviously, yeah. the one you're talking about, he ran third, second or third, you know, with when we had a debacle with Logano, but I mean, just stop hitting people, dude. And he's yeah. the blockingest human being you've ever seen on a racetrack. Yeah, I, there's just, I mean, diving in late. So, um, where were we? He came down on somebody at a short, where were we? Iowa? Yeah, so late race at Iowa. Yeah. Uh, the 19 car has got position underneath him. What's he do? He turns down on the corner entry there and chops the nose of the guy and wrecks him, basically, because he knows you can do that. He did it on purpose to my eyes. That's how he drives. So, you know, I don't, I don't know why you have to keep driving like this. So, so anyway, Brennan Poole for track president everywhere <laughs> we go. We have a special DJ this week. DJ? You look at DJ. Mix it up. Mixing it up up here. Rewind it. <laughs> Marker. I'm not going to lie. You look overdressed as hell. Really? Why? I mean, you look like you're going to a straight business meeting or something. She had Fox here today. Yeah. Uh, Dale was recording this morning and she had fun. Oh, so yeah. you wouldn't dress like that. It was just us. No, Dale no. Jr. was Yesterday here. I was like in a little dress she and up heels. almost every day. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. And I had my jacket because I'm cold. It's cold down here. Yeah, whatever. No space heaters. No, I know. <laughs> Keep Martin. that. Write that down. I don't think it's ever cold in here, is it? Yeah. Kristen just ran how many miles? Six. Six miles. Who was chasing you? Yeah. <laughs> Why did you do this? Surely somebody was. I'm surprised you're not allergic to running. Oh, no. I love running. <laughs> running. Well, I mean, you should run more and eat less stuff that you're allergic to. You call me fat? No. Allergic to everything? <laughs> yeah, I did. P-H-A-T. <laughs> you fat, girl. You fat. All right. So we're going to go into spot on, spot off. Wait, you, you don't want to talk about Michigan? It's on here. Surely to God, there's something on here okay, from Michigan. Fine. Let's go. There's two things on here about Michigan. Oh, Calm yourself. Yes. Whatever, Josh. William William Byron <laughs> to the number five car in 2018 at HMS. Brett. Dude, big spot on. I think we didn't see this coming until this kid. 
I didn't see it coming until Kristen told me it was coming. I didn't see this coming until this kid started winning all these freaking races. I really think he was on a two-year Xfinity plan, and then he bust off three wins over the course of five weeks, and it's like, man, we got to put this kid in a cup car. I think that's what ultimately was the big deciding factor. You know, I was I understand the point there, but I'm still I'm it's hard for me to get over the two year Xfinity plan. I watched Chase Elliott go and succeed at it. I watched Ryan Blaney come up, run trucks for seasons and seasons, you know, partial Xfinity now and then kind of took a lot longer path to get here. Now we're throwing this kid to the to the real competition here. Um, You know, I look at a couple of his Xfinity wins, Daytona questionable where the caution came out still ran a great race a lot right. of wrecks though iowa i mean that that's a wild card iowa you, you, you kind of caught a caution at the right time yeah indy you drove your ass off and won the race no doubt and, and you know you showed a ton of potential there and and all year really is run strong but is he you know is he ready for the cup series yet i think my only two big question marks here are what does that new chevrolet nose do because yeah. the current chevrolet nose We've only had one guy outside of Jimmy Johnson and Hendrick win in the last two years. That was Casey Kane. So when these guys in Hendrick Motorsports can't win, it tells me you're maybe not getting to Hendrick Motorsports at the ideal time to prove yourself. However, this new nose can change all that. I mean, we've seen guys come in, you know, guys like Martin Truex that got into equipment that was subpar, and all of a sudden they get a couple good moves as an organization, and then boom, this guy who's been here 13 years can all of a sudden win four, five, six races a year. So I think that's the biggest question mark. My second big question mark is, is he ready to race in a cup car at places like Bristol, Martinsville, Sonoma, and Watkins Glen? Because those are the ones the first few years that you literally go – Oh, my God, this is really hard. Yeah, my biggest question is when you slip up in Xfinity qualifying, you're still, you're still, he's still fifth to seventh, you know? Yeah. Now, when you slip up in that cup car, you're going to be 24th. Yeah. And that's a lot. It's a, the, the competition level from, you know, 10th to 25th in the cup series is, I mean, honestly, that's probably some of the hardest racing you can see all weekend is that is that area on the racetrack. He's a very talented kid with not a lot of experience. The things that he's done in the short amount of time he's been in a race car are unbelievable. As a spotter, he's a guy that I'd say, I want to work with him. I want to help him. I want to see him grow. I want to watch him win because he's capable of doing superb things. It just, we may see, it may, it may take him a year or two longer. Yeah. Spot on, spot off. Kevin Harvick's comments on Dale Jr.'s lack of success stunting the growth of the sport. Well, let's just be honest. Harvick doesn't make these comments if Dale Jr. doesn't make the comments the week before about drivers' salaries. This wasn't Harvick taking a jab at Dale Jr. This was Harvick saying, oh, you took a jab at how much money we all make. I'm going to take a jab at you, and I'm going to change the storyline. You think about Harvick. All right, He's obviously been here a long time, made a lot of money. He also owns an agency that represents drivers. One of them's Harrison Burton. So if he's going in and trying to get Harrison Burton the next big rookie cup deal, and Dale Jr. just publicly said that this guy will drive for a tenth of what a veteran makes, that hurts Harvick because he makes money on the back end of that thing, too. So I don't think this was directed at Dell Jr. as much as people think it was. I think it was more of I'm going to change the storyline and I'm going to take a shot at you because you took a shot at all of us. And I will say this. Dell Jr.'s response and rebuttal to what Kevin Harvick said, I've never seen anyone handle something that was directed at them in somewhat of an aggressive manner in a more gracious way. Agreed. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll go spot off because I feel like it was direct. This this doesn't come out if he doesn't 
these comments are never made if Harvick, if Kevin doesn't feel that Dale Jr. you know singled them out or whatever. To me, it, he made it more personal at that point. Um, he made it personal, in my opinion, than what than what Dale Jr. did. Um, all Dale Jr. did was point out the facts of the way it's trending. Really, I mean, he's not. You know, and he he covered it. He I think where he, he messed up what is he meant. I, th- no, I think where he messed up is when he said, "and I think it's a good thing," and I think a lot of guys took offense to that. Well, and we even talked about it on the show last week. I said before any of this happened, these guys are not going to be happy. And every driver that I personally know that I've talked to about it, they weren't happy about the comments. But I, I'm not saying Harvick should have went back at him, but he changed the storyline in the media. The media went from talking about Dell Jr.'s comments to talking about. Kevin Harvick, and what we saw was a direct division, Junior Nation versus the rest of NASCAR Nation. You know, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's necessarily the rest of NASCAR Nation. There's a, there's a there's a group of drivers. There's a there, you know your bottom guys, the top seven or eight guys is really mostly what he's probably talking about here because it's pretty stiff fall off after that, um, in my opinion. But you know he you know basically i think these guys get mad because they see it's kind of true you know it's not that he's wanting this just the way it's happening you got alex bowman coming in i don't think i mean on the spotter stand you know if i stood up and said hey i'm one of the top 10 percent guys i'm on my way out i think every spotter up here should make fifty thousand dollars a year you ought to be able to get a college graduate and uh, these guys are getting paid too much money y'all have fun see ya all everybody else on the roof is going to be like, dude, what what the heck? Whether it's true or not true, I don't think you publicly can go there. When you do, you risk ridicule. Yeah, but I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty clear that it's there's a pretty big difference in tax brackets. <laughs> I mean, between. I mean, what do we walk? I've, I've heard your new deal is pretty large, so what, I don't know. What do we walk? I think by? you're going to make more money next year than William Byron, from what I'm hearing. <laughs> What do we walk by on the way to our cars? The new deal that he won't talk about. <laughs> we walk by this motorhome lot. And I don't, I mean, listen. <laughs> anyway. What the hell does that have to do with anything? What's your deal? They make really good money. The motor, like, who? The drivers. Oh, yeah. Hello. Are you spotting next year, TJ? I'm retiring. It was so, he won't talk so about it. I like that wink. <laughs> Spot on, spot off. We already did this one. Brennan pulls multiple run-ins at Mid Ohio. Spot on, he's awesome. What a great, what a great driver. Oh, we can still spot on him if you want. Spot on to your family members. Spot on to your four people that we pissed off on Twitter that actually think you had twelve followers. Spare me. Jesus. Spot on, spot off. Kislowski says Toyota was sandbagging at Michigan. Spot on. Yeah, I mean, I- this is a bre- This is a bold statement. <laughs> He's and good for one or two of them a year. He, This is a bold statement. I mean, what he basically said was you know, historically NASCAR takes the best Toyota, the best Ford, the best the, I can't talk Bay much. That propofol still has me drunk. <laughs> um, you can take the best cars back to the wind tunnel and what he publicly said was they're not going to bring their best stuff here because they don't want to get caught with how good they are. They don't want us to see the advantage that they have. You know, spot on, because this kind of gives us an inside view of what some of these competitors think. I mean, me and you don't sit in these meetings that they, these guys have. We, we go to the racetrack, we, walk, we spot the races, we hear stuff, but we're not inside these meetings and, no. and what people are doing. And there are a lot of games being played at the same time, because you want to be on top and you want to stay on top. 
Like, you know, when you do the 24-hour race, you go to that test down there, nobody runs fast. No. Because if you run real fast, they just knock you back. Yeah. So if you go to a place like Michigan and show them, oh, hey, you have 30 more horsepower than the rest of the field, they're going to they're gonna drag you back a little bit, you know, and, and they don't want to. And Michigan's a place that can show stuff like that pretty easily. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, spot on for Brad you know saying that stuff whether it's true it's engineers it's drivers it's crew chiefs it's team managers they're sitting in these meetings in there they're breaking down their own stuff but they're also saying hey this is what we saw on the rear end of martin truex's car this is what we saw on the nose of the 20 car like they're comparing their cars to these cars and what brad's basically saying is toyota didn't bring their best stuff so it's a pretty pretty bold statement yeah and honestly to me and my they didn't look as fast as they've looked at the big tracks no I mean, it just going off most of the time, the 18 and the, and you know, the, um, uh, 78 are pretty damn fast, yeah. like, yeah. like noticeably. Right. And now we go to this place where it should be even more. They're just kind of drawn back a little bit. You know, I'm not saying that Truex is going there lifting real early or something like that. And but Brad said this before the weekend started. He kind of yeah. called it. Uh, yeah. Calling a shot. He doesn't mind making a statement that'll mm-hmm. ruffle feathers, you know? He never has. No. Spot on, spot off. Kyle Larson finishes second at the Knoxville Nationals on Saturday night, wins three in a row at Michigan on Sunday. Uh, spot on. I think it's, you know, I know you're probably going to go the opposite because what if he got hurt Saturday night? There is no Sunday victory, but um, the guy's a racer. He come up from this stuff. This is what he does. He's, he's obviously um, super, super talented to go and do this stuff and to even run second in that Knoxville Nationals. That's a big deal to run second there. Donnie Schatz won, what, 10 or 10 total? He's that won 10 total. 10 total. total. Mm-hmm. Finished yeah. second to that guy. I mean, clearly Donnie Schatz has been a badass for years and those yeah. things. Uh, I'm, I'm spot on for, for him doing this. I'm spot off for Martin Truex's late race restart. Once again, we see a guy go really late in the restart zone, and what happens? He loses the race. Got yeah. took to school. Like, and, and when you're looking at a guy like Larson, who has obviously got a ton of experience at shootouts, that's what this becomes, a two-lap shootout. A sprint car race is basically a shootout. <laughs> it's a freaking shootout. It's yeah. a 25-lap shootout, 20-lap shootout, whatever. You're giving a guy like Larson, who is a shootout master, a chance to beat you, and you commit a huge error by going late in a restart box. Yeah, you you know, these, these restart boxes were almost built to – to uh, benefit the second place car because we can lay back and if you get a guy that's aggressive like him and is uh and isn't afraid to to get after it and maybe make it questionable you're gonna have a heck of a time beating him yeah and larson's that guy right now yeah. um you put kyle B- you put kyle bush in p2 he's gonna do he's gonna make it interesting Same too thing. kyle larson had been really cold for the last month torn up a lot of cars lost a lot of points gave up a lot of ground rumor is that that car in particular got their wings clipped a little bit with some rule stuff from nascar so i think that's a big win and it's a time where he needs yeah. it because that's the last big downforce track before we get into our playoff we're going to bristol we're going to darlington we're going to richmond then we go to chicago where all the marbles are back on the table this is this is a style racetrack where where you learn a lot we're gonna take a break if you love dale jr then exalta racing is your go-to social media account on facebook instagram and twitter it brings you insiders info all weekend long on the 88 team it's at exalta racing a must follow for any dale jr fan 
All right, we're going to go into fast lane where I'm going to give TJ and Brett a topic to debate. I will alternate who responds first. Brett's going to go first in the first question. Each of you will get 30 seconds to voice your opinion, and whoever responded first will get a 30-second rebuttal. Y'all ready? We're ready. Bubba Wallace won Saturday's who? truck race at Michigan. Daryl Wallace Jr. You said it so fast. Bubba Wallace. <laughs> Did you catch Wallace? that? Bubba Wallace. Wallace. Bubba Wallace. He won Saturday's truck race at Michigan, but doesn't know when he will compete again. Why do you think it has been so difficult for a young, talented, and marketable driver to find a sponsor and secure a full-time ride, Brett? Oh, that's a hard question. I, I well, don't you under- got thirty seconds. <laughs> I got thirty <laughs> seconds to come up with an answer. Um, I honestly don't know why it's been so hard. I, I think that I was really surprised Toyota let him go because to me, this is a guy that Toyota needs to back. He had won four truck races with them. He's proven again he can win, which is a big deal. He went up and took the lead for a win. I think it's been difficult because he can't get in the right situation where he's the main A guy. I watched Bubba race that whole race, and he earned that. He knows what he's doing in these race cars. He's not timid. He knows what he's doing. And in my opinion, Bubba deserves a chance in another good car. You know, maybe he did make a mistake leaving the Gibbs at one point. Maybe he should have ran a partial season that year and and won three or four races, and maybe he's still driving that car. But, you know, he he chose to go somewhere else and – uh, but in my in my opinion, Bubba has the talent to do it. It's so faint, Natalie. It is. TJ, maybe, your maybe time we can has get ex- Bubba on the show. Your team, your time has expired. He was at the uh, Galloway Hooker last night in Cornelius, celebrating oh, yeah. his win with our buddy Freddie Kraft, who was spotting for him. I, 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 you know, people say we don't know when he'll race again. I think he'll race again, and I think he'll race in the Daytona 500, and I think he'll be at Petty's. Oh, wow. You starting the rumor here? I'm not starting a rumor. I'm just telling you what I think. If I'd heard it, I would tell you I'd heard it. But that's what I think will happen. You don't think it's for Childress? Well, I think Petty's will be at Childress. Oh, I I got gotcha. you. I've already said that Two on the show. Yeah. I what said else? that on the show what three weeks ago, and people tweeted me going, you you meant to say somebody else was going to be at Childress. I'm like, I said what I meant to say, people. It's my mouth. I know how to say what I mean to say. Gosh, Brennan. In case y'all hadn't figured that out. Get off my back, Brennan. <laughs> I am on propofol today, though. Kyle Bush unknowingly pitted too soon under the stage one caution, was penalized, and took responsibility for the mistake. He Who was did. at fault for this situation? Well, he was the only guy that pitted. I thought something was wrong with him. So did I. He, uh, he, I thought they were getting ready to pull the hood pins out and look at it. That's what I thought. I kept watching for something to be wrong. Yeah, so I he didn't, didn't know. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get the background. Yeah, I don't know how. Do you know what happened? Dang. I'm not 100% sure how it went down. There Usually when this happens, there's one of two things, really. There's the either the driver or the crew chief have keyed up and the, the spotter cannot tell you that it's closed. Um, or they just, you know, the pit. <laughs> they just come down because they have a problem. Man. I think uh, it's who, who is at fault is it's it's a communication thing. Failure of communication. But at the end of the day, the driver can always look left and see the red light. And yep. when you see a red light, what do you do? You keep you, going. You stop. Red means stop. Yeah. And do not enter here. So he screwed up. I did, I did not know. Natalie, you had to have come up with a show sheet. Or was this Josh? It was actually our new um, editor. Jason Schultz. Oh, oh, Jason. Shout out to Jason Schultz. (laughs) Josh, you're done. (laughs) For knowing. Josh is... For knowing that this is TJ, I didn't, I didn't, I honestly. He'll record, but he won't do the show sheets anymore. This is me and Jason that write the show sheets. I didn't know that... Bye, Felicia. He did it. (laughs) What nice show sheets you have. Yeah. Nice show sheet. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm guessing there's people talking in the, in the spotter. The spotters don't normally miss this right here. 
especially at a big track like that. My favorite thing about the sport is when it's somebody's fault. Yeah. Like a, a real leader of a race team. Who do you want to blame? Puts Let's pick the team, somebody. They put the team on their back and they carry them. And I mean, then you took it, they take these other people. When you see successful race, team, race teams, they're not constantly pointing fingers. They're not constantly trying to change tire changers because they miss a lug nut or fire a spotter because he missed a clear. Or, like it's just some of these idiots. God, they drive me crazy. Who do you want to blame? I don't know. I blame somebody. I say we blame Hirschman. All right. Hirschman. Tony Hirschman. Yep. Kyle Busch's spotter. Do you blame for the early pit road entry? Yankee. He says used guys. What are used guys doing? That's Yins. like a Pittsburgh thing almost. He's at Allentown. Pen- He's Pen- eastern oh. side. You know. Allentown's eastern yeah, side, that's, though. That's, that's I don't not say really that. Used yeah, guys. That's like, I say you guys. He says uh, used. Yeah. He needs to not. If he's he went to college at Penn State. Uh, that'll not explain a lot. Penn State. P-E-N-N-S-T Okay. On to the next one. The points gap between 16th place Kenseth and 17th place Clint Boyer grew to 31 after Michigan. Do you think Clint can still make the playoffs based on points, or will he need to win one of the next three races? Brett, you're his spotter. I think we can make it on points if we can get stage points. We can't make it on points solely by finishing in the top seven at these three races. To make up 30 points, it doesn't sound like a lot. That's 10 a race. It's doable, but Matt's good at all these places. I really think we got to have good stages if we're going to make it on points. Yeah, I mean, Bristol is a – I mean, the, Matt might not the radio out of Matt 20. He's, a, he's the man. But he's also good there, too. But you yeah. never know. This nah. is one of them places where you just have to survive. You can make up these you – could, you could honestly leave Bristol five points back from this guy. Yeah. I mean, it's that type of racetrack. Yeah. So yeah. Um, the bad part is Matt's a short tracker. He has a short track background. But, you know, the good thing is I think Derek Cope's running the race, so he might get him. We've been so fast, but we just can't seem to put together that qualifying deal. And if you can't start in the top six or seven, it's really hard to get a lot of stage points in that first stage. And it seemed like seems like that sets the tone for the rest of the day. So I think the key for us this weekend is to qualify well. This is a place Clint can absolutely win. We're headed to Thunder Valley this weekend for the night race. What's your favorite Bristol night race memory, TJ? Uh, my personal favorite uh, Bristol night race memory is when Dell Jr. won both of the races uh, in the Xfinity Series and the Cup race. Um, I wasn't working in racing on the uh, traveling side yet, but it was um, it was a fun weekend. I was actually there and got to celebrate the weekend, too. I, I got to say, I hope my favorite Bristol night race memory is made <laughs> this weekend. I mean, I don't know how you say How's it. How's the top other one now? How you say it other than that. But my, but I got to my Bristol favorite Bristol night race memory has got to be when Earnhardt moved Labonte. That place went bananas. Not your win there? That was during the day. Not your win? I didn't win at night. Yeah, but I mean, you still won there. First says, win, right? It says, what's your favorite Bristol night race memory? Oh, that was a night race. That would gotcha. be the key to the answer. Is I'm describing. Well, mine were both night races, so I'm that weekend race. was the night race weekend. Let's, that, hope, that, let's hope for a good night this weekend. It's easy. Hopefully it races at night. How <laughs> about that? Yeah. <laughs> Is it going to rain? Are they calling yeah, for rain? I don't know. A lot of rain. Are they? Yep. You Are you serious? I, look at your... F- App. No, no, stop it! I'm going on vacation Saturday and Sunday, so I will be pissed Where if we going? don't get the racing on Friday night. The hospital, Bristol, Friday. Uh oh, Saturday. Uh oh, I wasn't lying. That ain't good. Guess I need to bring my rain shoes. Stop at home and get them before I go to the airport. Dries, okay. dries really fast though. That's good news. <laughs> Only when it quits raining. <laughs> <laughs> It'll quit raining. It's Sunday. Better. It's raining there now. Xfinity. We have five cars on the track. <laughs> 
I know. Dale's racing. What are the odds I spot the seven a little bit <laughs> by accident? <laughs> Dude, how many times did our cars get wrecked at Road America? I mean, we're watching on TV. We're not there, but I mean, every time I look up, I'm like, I think oh, Justin's man. still sitting in a corner somewhere, and they still don't have a TV camera on him. Yeah. I mean, I, they could never show what happened. You mean happened Mid-Ohio? At, Mid-Ohio, yeah. Yeah. That, that's one thing. That Mid-Ohio, we didn't have, the one didn't have any, like, we didn't have any TV for the first stage. And then the second stage, and then they didn't show anything with Justin. All of a sudden, yeah, Justin's, he was 25th third, or something. And then we're like, where did he go? Yeah, he went down under. <laughs> the South Australian sent him down under. Ridiculous. That, Who was it the missed? Hornets ran off the track on that last Brand, restart? Brendan. Was it? Yeah, so Sam goes through turn gone. one and just, he, yeah. He, he just acts like he's not even there. Exactly. And Brendan's gone just that quick. <laughs> Brendan, and I'm not going to lie, that was that's actually one of my favorite. Uh, I don't think he lifted. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> when, he completely just <laughs> ran him off the road. He did. And Brendan stayed in it, and it was awesome. I thought Brendan was going to come back across the track and what hit somebody so hard. He made, he made a huge awesome. save. Yeah, Brendan, and if you ever get a chance to talk to Brendan, do it, because he's, he's an awesome guy. And he's a guy sitting there that he needed the points in order to, to lock himself into this expanded yeah. playoff. I mean, he's only 30 points to the good. If he gets wrecked there, he's back out of it. Yeah, and, and Sam is actually probably sitting by the pool sipping martinis right now, and, you know, not worried about points with anything. No, he so. completely ran Brendan gone off the road. Yes, and honestly, he probably would have got back around him, but Brendan deserves that part of the racetrack, not the grass. No, that wasn't right. I, uh, that's Speaking crazy. of grass, when Elliot got out of the car, he was just covered in it. <laughs> Head to toe. Why is that? Thanks to Brennan Poole. (laughs) (laughs) Wonder why. The off the wall topic. Tom Cruise was injured while doing a stunt during the filming of Mission Impossible 1 million. If you were an actor, would you perform your own stunts or use a stunt double? Brett. God, why do they keep making these movies? It's oh, like it Fast and the Furious. Are maybe. we filming like Monster Ball? Or are we <laughs> maybe maybe if he had a god, he wouldn't have got hurt. Maybe I'd if... look at the show sheet. I go, does it really say Mission Impossible One Million? <laughs> maybe if he just feels like that. Maybe if he just said a I prayer the night before instead of being an anarchist or whatever. He's he a had... Scientologist. So what's he believe in? Numbers. <laughs> so he should pray to the numbers. <laughs> I really don't know. Depends on the stunt. How can a guy that short even get hurt doing anything? He puts lifts in his shoes. I know. So he's taller. Did you see the video? You can do that. Uh, oh, he drilled the side of the building. Did he? Yeah. Like, yeah. like you car? watched it. Jovi watched so it. He watched jumped it. and he like missed it. So he like landed like his, would you say his like chest like, oh, and he like he got it, but he had to like pull himself up. Well, he's hooked onto a tether. Like, yeah. And it just didn't like lift him enough and what an idiot <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> where is brendan brendan pool when you need him yeah that's his calling right there tom cruise needs you <laughs> good lord what i would definitely not do my own stunts i don't look stunnable you not, could do your own dance i could do moves, my own bar what, scenes. If, what if you yeah. were doing like indiana jones you wouldn't do your own stunts with that <laughs> i could do my own bar scenes <laughs> do my own dance oh, moves. oh man you don't want to run down a down a hallway with like a gigantic I mean, ball rolling after you. Would you jump out <laughs> of a car? Would you jump out of a car running sixty miles an hour? No, not unless I had to. Like not unless it was going to blow up. I'm not. These but, people are no, crazy. I mean, I don't really want to. Why is Tom Cruise doing his own stunts anyway? Because he thinks he's a badass. Yeah, but he, yeah, he's, not Jason, he's not Jason Bourne. I mean, oh, isn't he like the head of that Jason Scientologist Bourne. church or something? He's like the biggest celebrity backer of it. Yeah. Like they bring him on. I was, I'm watching this whole series on uh, conspiracy theories. Yeah. And one of them's on Scientology. And they're like, right. he's best friends with the head of it. Like not at a head. He is. Pastor. I don't know. What Whatever that is. Yeah. 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 Wow. Isn't John Travolta signed? Yeah. 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 Okay. They both 
Weird. Weird. They're weird. So you wouldn't do your own stunts. What's the scariest thing you would do stunt-wise? Moonwalk. <laughs> Have you been skydiving? Hell, I'm not jumping out of a good airplane. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Have you lost your mind? Well, that's because we're in airplanes list. every weekend with the chance of... What about them things that, like, <laughs> you strap in and then, like, at like Daytona or Myrtle Beach, something, they shoot you way up in the air, then you fall back down, then it's Oh, slowly. yeah, I don't like that. Would you do that? I doubt it. <laughs> Have you ever been on the Tower of Terror? Yes. yes. Tower of That's Terror. Joby has. Joby wrote it. When no, I was like Keely wrote it this year. I like Tower of I, I Terror. I wrote something like it when I was younger. I don't like that feeling of weightlessness, that zero gravity feeling mm-hmm. where I feel like I'm falling. I think I'm dying. I have dreams like that sometimes. Me too. And I jump like uh-huh. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like the I Intimidator. Do. I always have a dream that the elevator's falling. Have you read the Intimidator the at Carowinds? Yes. When you go up that really big hill and like you crest it and you're like, yeah. oh, it's come off track. We're dying. We're going to land on our 70. Son of a bitch. Hit the panic button. Get me off this thing. And there's no panic button. <laughs> Long for the ride. I hate that feeling. Oh, it's so good. Oh, they you have, like it? They have those huge cargo planes that you can pay to go up in um up in the air to feel weightlessness and what is it zero gravity yeah i don't like they it. fly really high and they, yeah i feel yeah. like they're just constantly hosing Ugh. that out from vomit oh it's gross uh so yesterday i got put to sleep with propofol and i lay down they had to go do an end something to me they put a tube down your throat that one with a camera endoscopy endoscopy Endos- look at tj en- actually en- using en- a big word endoscopy yes endoscopy en- endoscopy Endo- same thing Sound pronounced. Colon- colonoscopy. Not that. Potato, potato. <laughs> Exit only. The, so, they, so they're like, lay on your side and take a deep breath. And I take a deep breath and I'm like, oh my God. And it, I guess they put that stuff in my veins. I had to close my eyes. I got so dizzy and I was out. So I come to and this lady's standing there and she's like, sir, your clothes are right here. Don't stand up to put them on. I'm like, okay. So I put my clothes on. She's like, if you're ready, we'll walk out. I was like, well, she just told me not to stand up, but I guess I can walk out. I get up. I kind of walk out. Claudia's out there waiting on me, and I get in the car, and she's like, well, the doctor said he talked to you. And I said, nah, I ain't seen no doctor. She said he did. So this morning, my phone rings, and it's a nurse. And she's like, Mr. Griffin, just following up on yesterday. And I said, yeah. Um, did I talk to the doctor yesterday after my procedure? It's like, yeah, yep, we went over everything with you, and then I went over everything with you. And I said, ma'am, the first thing I remember is you telling me to put my clothes on. She said, you don't remember going over the stuff? I'm like, nah. So so apparently it was like 10 minutes from the time that they talked to me versus when I put my clothes on. And I don't remember any of it. That's scary. Zero. Did they say that's normal or it's happened before? I mean, it's happened to me before after tequila, did they, but never propofol. Not just you, like in general, like did they that retell procedure, you like, all your information? Yeah. So she's yeah. like, well, let me get your sheets out. And so we're going over my sheets. And I'm telling you, like yesterday I was <laughs> killed. I mean, I could function, but I'd stand up and I was like, nah, I, I mean, I, I don't know how Michael Jackson even thought that was a good idea. He was on a bunch of other stuff, too, wasn't he? Did you he? see all that stuff Tiger was on? Uh, that I sent you? Five things. Tiger had to be crazy. feeling good. I that list, though, and I'm like, that list together all makes sense, but you should never take that amount. He was on Xanax. Right. Ambien. Mm-hmm. Something with a D. <laughs> the, uh, Dialude. Well, marijuana. THC. The or whatever. Oh, THC. He yeah. was, and then he was on two painkillers. Ambien. Diluted. Diluted. Hydrocodone. Yeah, we're definitely not biology majors in here. Vicodin. Vicodin. Mm. And hydrocodone, right? Yeah. How do you mix Who's all that stuff? Who's putting Vicodin and hydrocodone? I, why don't you that's just, like a death cocktail. Why don't you just drink a beer, dude? 
Holy cow. Drink some fireball. Did you see all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, how do you not die right then? <laughs> There's not a lot of alcohol in Mr. Woods, uh, do you have any idea you where you're headed tonight? Yeah, I'm headed to Los Angeles. <laughs> Sir, you're in Florida. I don't think you'll make it to Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, man. All right, we're going into hashtag AskDBC. Producer, I don't know who made, uh, producer, someone chose these questions. <laughs> producer Schultz. <laughs> Schultz. At R. Smith 168 asks, during the regular season, who is the most improved organization and the most improved individual team? For NASCAR? Football? Basketball, Nine, ninety-five Baseball. car. In my opinion, in our in in the Cup Series, the ninety-five to me as a team-wise, driver-wise. Oh, I gotta say, Suarez has is improved a lot. He's actually impressed me this year. The second half of the year, the first half of the year, the kid didn't act like he'd ever seen a stock car for someone who dominated a race at Homestead to win a championship. Yeah, uh, most improved team. Yeah, I gotta go with a ninety-five, and I gotta credit Todd Parrott for that. I don't think that you know Michael McDowell is is gonna elevate that team that much from last year to this year. He was already in the seat, but to see how fast they are, they're the fastest children's car every single week. So. I got to go with him. Good question, Mr. Schmidt. At DCraft70 asks, how often do you get to go with your driver on appearances? I think more spotters should accompany their driver. I think that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) There's like four people Uh, there. I have no interest in attending appearances with Dale Jr. Depends on what they could do, man. I mean, I do the Exalta stuff at the racetrack with Dale Jr. When when it's an Exalta race, I MC those. So I'm there with him. Yeah, but you're actually doing something during the appearance. You're not just standing there with Dale. I have no... No, so if Del Jr. gets invited to the Playboy Mansion, you don't want to go. Spotters are probably mandatory. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a mandatory spotter test. <laughs> I always like going to the Outback appearances when Elliot was a Coke driver. You get a free blooming onion, get some Outback special. The house salad, some ranch dressing. I go to all of Elliot's appearances when I can because as his manager, not as a spotter. But, you know, it's always cool to go do different things, meet different people. I, you I, coming down to State Street in Bristol? Um, State Street in Bristol, I'll probably be there. The bilo that you're doing at Darlington, I'll probably not be there. Um, I think we're actually practicing during that time. but That's all right. We have four drivers. I think it's cool to go just because you, yeah. you get to see all the fans, man. Like, they're crazy as hell. You guys are coming to the... Hey, man, you got here to sign and dash my car? It's like... <laughs> you guys are the uh, really talent in Texas. You really want me to sign your car? In Texas. Yeah, yeah in my, Texas. You'll sign my car? You guys are like the driver. We are? Yeah. You're signed up. I tell you what, this one chick, one time... Uh-oh. Ask Elliot to sign her underwear. Close your ears. And he's like, can't do that. <laughs> she went to the bathroom. She came back through the That's line. That's disgusting. Oh. We were in a, Ew. We were in a Walmart. I'm not shocking. <laughs> that does not surprise Ew. me. Boy, I mean, was she People hot? Walmart. Hot or not? How big were the underwear? Did she have her big girl panties on? Then this was one it? girl goes, hey, was it Anita? One girl goes, hey, will you sign my arm? I need a hooker from the other week. <laughs> this one girl goes, will you sign my arm? Ellie's like, no, nah, I can't sign skin. My mom won't let me, which is a lie. He just puts it on his mom because she's not there to take up herself. So she goes, no, seriously, if you sign this, I'm going to go get this tattooed on my body. And he's like, well, I don't believe you, but I'm going to try and do it. If you do it, come show me. Two months later, she shows up. She's got Elliot Sadler tattooed on her arms, a bunch of M&M's characters around it. So when he drove to M&M's car. Like, mm. She knew that was crazy. forever, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just think if he became... Like, I love Elliot as much as the next person. Just think if he pulls it. a Madonna and just becomes one name, like just becomes Elliot and drops Sadler. And what's she going to do? <laughs> like, <ugh>. Stupid. 
At Gail Delaney, P-E-I-S, how tough is it to k- keep calling a positive race when it Prince appears Edward hopeless? Prince Island for Muscles? Is it P-E-I? Is that what Island. Is that what that stands for? P-E-I. Prince Edward Island? Yeah. Muscles? You think that's where she lives? Probably. Maybe. What was your question? I like muscles. <laughs> how t- <laughs> Okay. How tough is it to keep calling positive race when it appears hopeless for a good finish? Oh, like me at Michigan last week? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to even comment. It's not that tough, man. It's not that hard. I we're, mean, you're disappointed at times. I, I, think, but. I think the key for me and TJ in this situation is we're so isolated. Like, we don't know what the morale is at all times on the pit box. We don't know what it is in the pit stall. You know, our job is to do what we do. And I try not to get caught up in all that negative crap during the race. I do get mad from time to time. But then I try to calm myself back down. You were a creeper in Watkins Glen. Huh? Right before the race started, calling me out of my green jacket over the radio. It's right before the race starts, TJ. And here goes Kristen walking down. It's right in front of us. She's walking down the the, uh, uh, pit road with an army green jacket on. And our car's blue. First of all, I have to remain sponsor neutral on the weekends because I have so many different sponsors there. Second of all, I forgot all my rain gear. (laughs) You have sponsors there? And... And um, get you a t-shirt like Dale Jr. Go, go yeah. out to the Midway, buy a t-shirt. Yeah. So that was the only thing that repelled. So uh, here comes this weather. chick walking out. I'm not buying that excuse. No, I'm dead serious. You can ask Josh because then Josh found his extra rain jacket. I'm so I, I, I key up the radio and I'm it. like, hey, Kristen, do we change our sponsor colors from one main <laughs> to green this week? So I leaned out of the pit box and gave him a finger. She flipped me off. <laughs> she literally flipped me off. And I was like, that's real that's nice. Great. You laughed. I was hoping somebody <laughs> caught it on a camera or something. Elian hadn't um, put his radios in yet, or I his ear molds in. Yeah, he had just changed the story. We're anyway. going to need you to dress more appropriately, <laughs> Kristen. He had just moved, he had to move the start of the race up 10 minutes or back 10 or something. <laughs> uh, at XSailorDan86 asks, do you believe stock cars belong at Mid-Ohio? Rain or shine seems like a show. No room to run off. Tons of sand traps and endless grass. Hey, Sailor, we can't say on here. <laughs> Yeah, we're not supposed to say that. No, it, you guys never say that. Ever. 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 <laughs> we can say <laughs> show. We can say <laughs> show. How about <laughs> show? Yeah. Marker. Uh, marker. Sh- marker. No, no, no. Sh- show. What about, yeah. Oh, it's that's like, not even a word. It's like, the, the, what do you call it? <laughs> Szechuan beef. Szechuan, <laughs> you idiot. What a sh- show. Thing. Rain shine seems like a show. It's totally allowed. <laughs> That's allowed. You can't beep all these. <laughs> Natalie's the best at forgetting to beep some of them anyway. What if you're talking about, hey, Brett, you're going to stop at Sheets later? Can we? <laughs> no, we're going to the show. Oh, There's a new gas station in the show. <laughs> what is happening? I think stock cars belong there. I'm really always excited about that race they put on. I think rain or shine, they put on a great race in mid-Ohio. I think cup cars should go there. I think all the road courses they run are exciting. I look forward to the road courses, especially like Mid-Ohio. Road America, I- I'm looking real forward to, to seeing that one. That's because you don't have good. to go to Wisconsin. I look forward I to now. it anyway. Thanks to um, Brian Roberts, who is a guy. <laughs> let's commit to something and not do it. That seems the way to the American dream now. Well, anyway, I like the road courses. Wixfinity, I like it because I can watch them, to be honest with you. Let's commit to five races and only do two. Stop it. Who does that? Somebody that likes a shit show? He's a very important person. Yeah, whatever. If I tell you I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it, or I'm going to die trying to do it. That'd be a shit show? I'm not the kind of person that just... It's it's very... God, the shit show. Brett, you're so passionate. That needs to be the title of this podcast. So I've never been to Road America. I'm looking forward to it. 
Uh, yourself some cheese are you looking curds. forward to that shisho? Shisho. <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't know how far that is from here. Wisconsin? Wisconsin's the Midwest. <laughs> we fly into Green Bay and fly in, er, and drive an hour to the racetrack. So you're saying I'm going to have to leave <laughs> a couple hours before the race? However, you drive past Manitowoc where what? Stephen Avery killed that lady. and Manitowoc? The okay. how, to, how to Make a Murderer? That yeah. show. Oh, wow. So what about cheese curds? Yeah, yes. amazing. They're there. We They're stopped so for good. cheese curds. Are those deep fried or something? You can get cheese curds that aren't like just like chunks of cheese. You can get them at the convenience store. Why can't stores? I get yeah. them here? Yeah, why not? Like Duckworth oh. don't have them or something. Like that. Yeah. There are like some places. So we're going to after Bristol. We're going to Waynesville near Brevard to go mountain biking and road yeah, biking. And they have. Them. They have them on some of the restaurants. Um, like are menus. our cows different from their cows? Mm-hmm. The Midwest cows are so much they just better. Love cheese. They are. The brown cows, they produce chocolate milk straight out. They do? No, you idiot. <laughs> Stop it. Why can't they make the cheese curds here? That's quick sponsored on the Because it's butts. Wisconsin. They're cheese people. Okay, well, the buffalo wings made here, too. That's a buffalo thing. <laughs> so it's not close to here? It is not remotely close to like here. Like, it's going to be how much travel time? Three hours like two in a plane, an hour drive. Mm. <laughs> Your oh my on my off weekend. Mm-hmm. You might as well come in the night before. <laughs> yeah, you might as well. I'll tell you what, man. We you can should go just out go for early. Cheese curds together. Why don't you just go early to have get some I'm rest? I'm not going to be home. I'm going to Myrtle Beach. Come back early. I'm going to leave Myrtle Beach to go to Wisconsin. <laughs> Big Sunny. Jeremy, you want to come to Wisconsin? Big Sunny Ledford concert down there or something? I don't even know where Wisconsin is. Midwest, man. That's all I know. I don't go Your there. Your daughter probably knows. Up there by North Dakota. Oh. They Maybe, all have that act. They have I think the... Ben, ben Brust will be there. Maybe he can teach you something. Maybe he can spot with me. <laughs> I think he is spotting. I think he was spotting last weekend for Brendan. Okay. We the picks. Awesome, Dylan. Wow. Awesome. You had yours ready. I don't even know who I... Well, I had about seven minutes from when Brett decided he hated <laughs> to pick. Brett's oh. still winning 13 to 9. He's gotten so lucky. Is that all I'm That's up That's what this by? whole thing is. I luck. thought I was up by more than that. Honestly, you're right. This is just... He won, uh, he this won is this weekend. Luck. Who won? TJ. He did? No, I didn't. This is old. Where's... Yeah, I didn't win this weekend. I oh, think it's did? 14 to 9. Oh, Michigan's yeah. not on here. Yeah, yeah, it's 14 to 9. It's 14 to 9. Yeah, okay. sorry. I don't... That's... Oh, come so on, Natalie. I need to have, Josh needs to continue no, to do no, this. So. No, 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 no. I don't have any of this. The guy just tweets it. It's on Twitter. He tweets it. And Josh Prince said... He tweets it to us. You better get your... Cornwit. Yeah, you better get your... Get a glove. Get in game. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Yeah, that was my spring pick, I think. That's who I got. Austin runs good there, though. So. Was that your spring pick? I think so. I think you did pick him in the spring. Let's see if you won with him. You did. He finished fifth Not, there. I had Larson. You had Stenhouse. Yeah, he finished fifth there before, though. Yep. Where did he finish when I picked him? He finished ninth. Yeah. I think ninth beats Austin Dillon this weekend. I hope he finishes ninth or better. Good chance. We'll find out. We're almost to the playoff discussions. We are. Won't be long. Who do you think's the favorite right now? So how do you? It'd be in my opinion seventy-eight, eighteen. Yeah, it's hard not to pick them. Hard not to pick them. I don't know how you don't pick them. I don't know how you don't pick Truex. That dude's fast. Road courses, short tracks. He's I mean, just I mean, he's freaking locked in through the first two rounds. Dude beats me to the grocery store. He's good. He's fast. Be good or be good at it. 
All right. Well, we shall see you all next week. Bristol. Bristol. Where are you staying? Red Roof Inn, bed bugs. Remember I got those two years ago with <laughs> oh, y'all? I remember that. Dave had blood on his sheets. Yep. Oh, my gosh. What? We had to get Dave. Blood like a <laughs> murder? That was yeah. two years ago. Wasn't that just last that year? That was last Man, year. Kristen, Holy Man, Kristen went to Hooters. We did. With your crazy-ass friends and cousins. Marines. That's where you put, like, eight things of uh, gluten-free beer in me. I thought I was going to vomit because yeah. it's so sweet because it's like cider. Yeah. I'm just Ooh. trying to keep you happy pen free. <laughs> Were you, like, Angry Orchard or something? It's like Omission or something like that, yeah. Mm. Where are you staying this weekend? Abingdon, Virginia. Where is that? <laughs> Good question. That's only like two hours away. <laughs> it's 40 minutes. You could just drive home. <laughs> I know, but they're flying us, although. Yeah, but they're not flying you to Abingdon. They're <laughs> flying you to Johnson City. God. Well, at least you're not a Red Roof fan. <laughs> See you in Road America, too. You should drive there. It'd be way quicker <laughs> You should drive. If you're going to Abingdon, it's way quicker to drive. We are driving. Alan oh. and I are, because we're staying oh, yeah. in the mountains. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cute. Y'all are going to light a fire. <laughs> going to catch a trout and eat oh, it, too. Oh, so cute. It's been real. It's All right, been real. Peace. Brown. See ya. Thanks to One Main and Exalta. For this shit show. Shit show. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear, brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliot Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. 